Tabin, what are you talking about? I have no idea, and thanks for asking. This is Barely Furcasting, featuring Tabin, an Injured Nerves audio production. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Hey! Hey! Here we are, once again. uh, Hi there. Hi, Hi. I'm uh, Barely Normal, and you are? And I am Taven. I'm a pup, Bark Bark, and this is nice that we introduced ourselves in the beginning, unlike the last time. The last time where we waited 15 minutes in to say, hey, who are you people? So what am I listening to? I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm listening to. But uh, here we are in our, our podcast, our third edition. Oh, my so cow. Maybe when we're up into the hundreds, I'll stop telling people how what which one it is. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) It's hard to count that high. It's hard to count. So how have you been this week? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for asking. Yes. Well, so I did work on my tail a little bit more. Oh, did you? Yeah. I worked on chasing to try and catch. I haven't done it yet, but I'm still working on it. So did you switch it up at all? Because we saw a lot of links sent to us this last week. Our listener must have been really busy. Our one listener definitely. Our one listener definitely was very busy because there was like eight or nine links that came in of other dogs chasing their tails. Yeah, there was a lot of really good advice. And I've studied them and focused Mm -hmm. on every single one to try and see if I can find the right aspect. Now, I noticed some of those other doggy doggies were successful. And that was like, okay, this is successful. I can't do it. Not everyone was, but I tried to get something new technique out of every single video. I did notice that most of them were chasing it counterclockwise. Ah, yes. So maybe the clockwise. The ones that didn't catch it were all counterclockwise. The ones ah. that did were clockwise. Oh, there's ah, there's something. There's something okay. there. I'm going to have to uh, try that out. You might have to sneak up on it. So I bet com- combining the uh, clockwise nature with a sneak up, <gasps> sneak up pup, I can be a sneak up pup. Mm. I'm excited a about a pup. sneak up pup. Sneak oh, up pup. Oh, yeah, there pup. you go. Sometimes, though, my little, my tail, he sits there and he's taunting me. He, like, just kind of fluffs and then he wiggles a little bit and he's just taunting me. He's like, here I am. He doesn't say quite like that because that's not really how my tail talks. But he's just sitting there and waiting for me. And I, and then I try and pounce and then he's gone. As soon as you try to pounce, he disappears. He it's disappears. Ama- I, it's It's craziness. magic. It's Crazy. magic fluff. Joining us today, we have our very first uh, interview. Very first. It's so exciting. I know. We're going to have Gabriel from Anthro Northwest. But before he shows up, I want to ask you about a certain thing. When we were at BLFC, we did a live interview show. The Taven Talks with. Yeah, the Taven yeah. Talks with. And one of the things you asked all the guests and the audience was if they had ever had a hinder fruit. Oh, yes. Yeah. That was a very important question. Yes. And... I have not been able to find a hinder fruit. Well, anywhere. they're they're a little they're kind of like my tail. They're a little bit elusive, um, ah. but they're there. You know, they're, they're sometimes kind of hard to find. So if you happen to find one, you know, you should stock up and and don't pass that by. It's, it's worth every moment. Awesome. Have you had one? Yes, I have had the opportunity once. As I say, they're very rare. Several years ago, I came across a hinder fruit. He tried to run away from me, but I caught him. Maybe I should apply that to my tail strategies. It was a hymn. A hy- oh, okay. It's something that you sing in church. It was a hymn. Well, I see Gabriel is uh, in our green room, ready to be interviewed. So yes, we're gonna great. we're gonna start chatting with uh, him. All right. Well, with us today is uh, Gabriel 
the president of Anthro Northwest. Welcome, Gabriel. Hey, thanks. Hi, good Gabriel. It's so good to see you or hear you. I guess I'm just hearing you. <laughs> hey, David. I'm so excited to hear you, too. Yay. We're, we're all excited to hear things and people stuff. Tabin, do you want to ask him some questions? I would love to ask him some questions. So, um, Gabriel, how long have you been in the fandom? It's kind of hard to tell. Like, I think I was kind of born a furry. Oh, yeah. I always really gravitated towards, like, animals and soft things. And I don't know, like, I, I even made, like, a fursuit in 2002. Wow, you're creative. <laughs> I don't know. I just really wanted a fursuit. I don't know what, what, what reason why, but... Yeah. But in uh, 2015, I actually, uh, I found you guys and it was awesome. You found us guys. <laughs> Were we lost? <laughs> I was. <laughs> but he, he was lost, but he found us. You see how that Aww, works. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. No, I'm glad you found us. Thank you. So what brought you to the fandom? It actually was a really big life change. I got fired and had the oh. most amazing midlife crisis ever. Great. That sounds just awesome. I've never heard of a midlife crisis being described as awesome, but it was wonderful. Amazing. I recommend it for everyone. Okay. <laughs> Good. But, uh, you know, that was an opportunity to get completely burned out on, on my regular work and everything I had been doing all my life. I used to just work like all the time. That's like all I did every day, get up, work, go to bed. And my grandma's like, you should have some fun sometimes. I'm like, well, I like my job or whatever. And then I got canned. And I was like, <laughs> oh, like there's nothing to do. And all my work friends are like, gone and, and and it was sad. i like couldn't touch my soldering iron it was really hard um, oh wow but, your, your friend that's been your friend for like ever <laughs> well, you couldn't do it. i don't know how a friend but it was a tool i, I just i couldn't okay. do my thing so, <laughs> but i had free time so i was like on the internet and and i found fur life which is the local Seattle furry group thing. I'm like, wow, these guys have like costumes, like my first suit. It looks like this might be cool. So yeah. the next event was the Rainforest Christmas party. Oh. And that was that was the one right after the last Rainforest. So I went, I asked him, like, can I come to Rainforest Christmas party? I've never been to Rainforest, so I wasn't like sure what it was about. And uh they're like, Oh yeah, anybody can come. And uh so I went to that and and kind of fell in love with the people there and oh. and I met my best friend at that too. You did? <gasps> Are you still yeah. best friends with Yes. Yes. Oh, that's great. Okay. That's wonderful. I think I know who that is too. You probably do. So uh what was your first it wasn't Rain First, but what was your first con then? Um that was BLFC and that was the twenty sixteen. And oh, cool. it was amazing. Like oh, I bet. uh and BLFC is a fun convention. Like that's a great starter oh, yeah. one. But it was it was kind of like walking inside of a painting and being a part of that. It was it was mm. just so happy and joyous and relaxing. And fluff. And, and yeah, it was soft, right? Everybody in <laughs> hugs. And they, I you know, I was like back then I was like a don't touch me person. And um really? you cannot be a don't touch me person in the furry fandom. I mean you can, right? They you exist. Can, There's but... no hug people, and that's okay, but but like being around the furries and having the fur and hugs like that was really special because it helped yeah. me become comfortable with touch and things good yeah no that's one and, and you love it i do i like it a lot i have a feeling if you were there and at the same time that tabin was there he would have chased you around to hug you oh you would have 
<laughs> you would have most likely um, embraced the hug a lot sooner, no matter if you liked it or not. I mean, you, you know me, Gabriel. That uh, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and actually, my first con was actually Ferlandia 2016. So that was, oh. I think, probably a few weeks after BLFC. So we were we're kind of first con fluffs. FTFs. Yeah. How long have you been the president of AW? I founded it in like May of 2016. It was it was actually right after BLFC because mm-hmm. like at the right of first Christmas party, they're like no more convention and so I was like, oh, these are really nice people. They should have a convention. And then I went to BLFC and like I'm like they have to have a convention in Seattle. This is the best thing ever. So it was like 15 days after BLFC, the organization was founded. And how big is A and W? I mean, it's it's like the 12th largest furry convention. I think last year we had like a thousand six hundred people, but. I mean, wow. the most important part is to be big on love and community service. Like numbers, they're not a really big deal, but I'm I'm super excited about like the number of wonderful people that come and the amount of good they do in the mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And and I should, in case our one listener out there uh, does not know, ANW is Anthro Northwest for Con that started up in uh, the Seattle area, as Gabriel just said. Because we keep saying ANW, and so maybe no one. The knows first time I heard ANW, I thought you were talking about the root beer restaurant. Yeah, right. I was like, what are you? What are you going to? <laughs> is this like a new furry subculture or something? Yes, the root beer subculture of the furry root beer furs. <laughs> we should all start the root beer furs. Who's with me? <laughs> there we you do go. have pictures of Andy drinking a and Ripper at the Christmas hey, Well, there you we go. go. <laughs> He's our uh, mascot for people who don't Andy know Andy. The, the Andy mascot. the mascot. Yeah. Andy's wonderful. How long has it been around? Well, you said since – um. well, no. How long has it been around? <laughs> um, you know, May of 2016. So that that's about four-ish years. We've had – you know, we, we started and then we had the cons. So we've had three conventions so far. And then we're hopefully, big fingers crossed, it'll be big okay. Big he's crossed. <laughs> yeah. Um, if, if we can, November, like late November of 2020. But, you know, who knows what's going to happen. So either it's way. all crazy. <laughs> yes. So what do you think is the single most unique thing about NW? I hope I can be naughty and give two answers. Oh, but, you're um... so naughty. We'll let you do it. <laughs> Thanks. You're the best. <laughs> Um, so the first thing that's pretty unique is the all ages inclusivity. Like Anthro Northwest is a con that you can bring your kids to, kids bring their parents to and their grandparents and stuff like that. So the actual like convention environment, it's very comfortable for pretty much anybody. That's awesome. Um, that's Thanks. a real good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's one of the things. And then the other thing I think that's really unusual is to focus on internal beauty. Because like in furry, people think like costumes and the external beauty and artwork and stuff like that. But we really, we have like a strong humanities program and we try to cultivate the inner person and bring Mm. the beauty that's on the inside of people to the outside to share. That's beautiful. That's wonderful. That's beautiful. And I can attest because I've been to every A&W since the beginning. So, um, and each each time, I mean, I see that definitely. Um, so I agree. I'm, and the dream is coming true and has come true. So, what is the hardest part of um, chairing or being president of a big event like this? You know, it, it really varies based on the year, and mm-hmm. it also varies as you get more experience. 
You know, when we started out, the social media abuse was really difficult, and I had never participated in social media before. Mm, okay. It really hurt a lot. But then I kind of got used to like what social media was, and then the community support and perception of the convention really changed a lot. So, you know, nowadays people seem to really love the convention and they're very supportive yeah. um, and, and they're, and they're good to us. And I have a lot thicker skin because I've been able to put <laughs> social media a little bit more in the perspective it should be and not take it so personally. For every, for every one negative, there's 20 positives out there, but the positive mm -hmm. people don't tend to jump on and, and say things positive on social media. No, no, that's true. Like I would like to encourage the fandom. I mean, not for me, like don't worry about me, but like <laughs> we've got some really exceptional leaders in the fandom. I've watched con chairs just get destroyed on social media mm -hmm. and they left. Mm -hmm. I would just encourage people to think about how words make people feel. And just remember that 99% of your con chairs they don't get paid. It's all volunteer. And the only reason they do it is because they love the people in the fandom. Yeah. Um, so if you're supportive and kind, that attracts good leadership and kind leadership. And, you know, that's something we can yeah. all benefit from. Absolutely. It's, it's a great cycle that uh, it feeds on each other and just gets better and mm -hmm. better. So, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. What's the easiest part of uh, being a president or of an event like this? It's the people. Like, we just have people just show up all the time, and they're these amazingly talented, kind, loving human beings. So, mm -hmm. like, finding good staff in the fandom, it's really easy because yeah. there's <laughs> people are already, if you're in the fandom, you're probably charitable, you're probably creative, you're probably kind, or you have, you know, some of those attributes, right? It's, it just seems like, the fandom has already like pre-selected people that are really easy to work with and, yep. and give a lot. It's wonderful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's it's mm -hmm. great, great. A and W, you mentioned A and W twenty twenty. You mentioned uh, cross pauses <laughs> will be yes. uh, late November. What are the exact dates this year? It's going to be November nineteenth through the twenty second. So it's okay. it's right before Thanksgiving. Yes, and. It's kind of fun because we have like a Thanksgiving feast and stuff. You do. So, we, oh, you, wow. you know, you get to have like your pre Thanksgiving furry version and then you can yeah. go off and do it with your parents again. Yeah. So it's, nice. It's nice. You, you get the best out of the way first, I guess. <laughs> We're hoping that the restrictions will be lifted by that time and we can actually yeah. attend. Yeah, I hope so too. I really want to go. Yeah, yeah, you, you do. Well, that's great. Me too. Um, yeah, I remember last year we it was also uh, just before Thanksgiving, I think, and there was a big, huge feast. There was a lot of people that that showed up for that, and it, it was a very successful event. So, uh, how can uh, furs or non furs uh, attend A and W? What's the best way to get in touch and register? Definitely good to check the website. And like, we don't know what's going to happen. Like we might have limited capacity because we have to have more spacing between people and stuff like that. Um, so we really encourage pre-registering to ensure there's a spot for you. It's like all refundable. Check out our COVID-19 policy if we have to like reschedule, but it's very generous policy. What is the website, Gabriel? Oh, it's anthronorthwest.com. Awesome. Thank Just you. like that. There's been um, one or two years where... Um, you actually had to um, cut off registration for people that weren't 
pre-register, isn't that right? Yeah, we do that. One of the unusual things about Anthro Northwest is we cap the registration based on how many volunteers we have. And mm -hmm. there's really two reasons for that. Like, we want the guest experience to be exceptional, but we also want the staff experience to be really good. Because if you, if you spread things too thin, it can become stressful and, yes. and really hard. So by limiting the number of people and having lots of staff, typically it's like one to 10 ratio, we can ensure like it's a happy event and everybody yeah. feels good, yeah. including the people putting it on. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just been really great. And there hasn't been too many people that have been had it been turned away on um, when they try yeah. to register. So we've We've, I say we've, um, <laughs> been able to pretty much accommodate most everyone. So that's really great. Gabriel, our, our time is getting close to over. Is there uh, anything else you'd like to share with our one listener? I could ask Haven a question. <gasps> oh, my cow. <laughs> I guess I, you kind of actually, in a way, already did just now. But I guess I can. Uh, another question. Two questions. Okay. I'll allow another question. Sure. Why? Thank you. I was wondering, you know, you, you've been in the fandom for like four or five years. What aspect of your your being has really benefited the most from your involvement in the fandom? I think you actually kind of hit on it in a way uh, before. One of the really great things about the fandom that I find is how nice and not just nice, but supportive and loving and caring we all are. The fandom is just so great. And I think for me, and I think a lot of first can probably say this too about themselves, is that a big thing that the fandom does for them is helps them feel like like a good uh, good fur, you know, like mm -hmm. uh, they, they can stand up tall and, and know that there's actually people out there and other furs out there and other animals out there to help them. And that's just a really great feeling to just not be alone and feel loved from those that you haven't even known very long at all. I mean, you know, you can mm -hmm. you can go to a con and meet some furs that you've never met before. And it, it can happen very easily that instantly you feel like you're a part of something that you should be a part of. And that's just an amazing feeling to have. And I think that's one big thing that I definitely have benefited from, from the fandom. Oh, that's really beautiful. Thank you for asking. Thank you so much. You're beautiful. Gabriel and Tabin, you're both beautiful. Oh, oh stop that fluff. Oh my Lord. Okay. We're making my fluff blush. Very blush. Well, Gabriel, thank you for joining us. You are our very first guest Ooh. on this podcast and again if our listener would like to attend anthro northwest they can go to the website anthronorthwest.com and uh, register to attend and uh, we will talk to you hopefully in november in I'm person to see you in november in the fluff <laughs> me too all right thanks you guys thank, thank you, you. <laughs> well that was so much fun talking to gabriel that was very awesome. Yes, very possum, even as it very were. Possum. Very I've, possum. I've um, I, I've known him for a little while now, and uh, he, it's always great to see and talk to him. He's got a lot of energy, much like you. Yes, maybe that's why we get along so well because we we bounce around and things like that. But speaking of cons, you know, we were talking about Anthro Northwest, and unfortunately, this week we have sad news to report. And for those that have attended, a warned listener may not know this, but Spokanthro. <laughs> Uh, this was going to yes. be their second year, and they unfortunately had to cancel. Yeah, uh, they were going to be in July, but the the phased opening of the state is not going to allow for large groups in July yet. Ready. Yep. So 
they instead of trying to move it later in the year, I guess they're going to have they're just going to forego and hope for 2021. It, it's sad, um, but also I think it was the right move. And I was actually talking to the con chair Lemnius. Did I? I always I always pronounce his name wrong. How do you pronounce his name? That is how you pronounce his name. Yes. Lemnius. I Lemnia. did it. Yes. Lemnius. <laughs> so Lemnius, if you're listening, be proud of this pup for actually saying your name right. I'm so proud of myself. But yes, I, I was actually talking to him um, the other day about it. And yes, we both said, yeah, we're sad. Of course, I, I went last year. It was a great con. We all had a good time. Barely also went. It was a very um, great con. Yeah. It was a very great con. It was a, a, a small startup con, but it was really great. Everyone had a great time and everything. Yeah, I've uh, reached out to him. He's going to be on our pod here uh, in the next couple of weeks. That's right. So, that's right. That'll be yeah. that'll be exciting. That'll be fun. Very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. He's so, a good guy. I like him. Yeah. So what have you been watching on TV this week? Ah, yes. Last week I said I was watching what was it called? I do not like this about um the the young girl with her budding supernatural powers. <laughs> I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with this. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not okay with this. Yeah, and that was good. There is indeed only one season, and I finished that season. I'm excited. It ended pretty. Yeah, I, I want to watch the next season definitely. Don't know when it's going to come out. This week, I started the next season of Young Sheldon. Have you heard of Young Sheldon? I have. That's one of my you favorite have. shows. Yeah. It is it's a pretty good one, yes. So for one listener, in case you haven't heard, Young Sheldon is Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Theory, but he's eight, I think he's eight years old. Something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, yeah he's, he's young. Um, and of course, he's a genius and everything. And so um, it's about Young Sheldon, which... Man, he's, he can be a little annoying, actually. I mean, go figure, <laughs> young Sheldon Cooper, annoying. What? Yeah. No, so, no. No. Um, but uh, I had seen it before, you know, I had gotten through all the all the seasons and they just, you know, came out with a new one, real new season, really relatively recently. My talking is bad. So my little pony friend is magic. Barely. Mm-hmm. I know you don't watch it, but you've heard of it. No, I've heard, heard of it. Heard, yes. They have nine seasons which um, are done. There, there's no more. I finished uh-huh. it. It is sad, but, you know. Nine seasons is a lot, but uh, I finished um, off that season uh, just, oh, the other day, I think, and it was great. I tweeted about this too, but the finale is really great. Actually, there's kind of two finales in a way, and they're both really great, and uh, it didn't disappoint me. I was really happy with what they did there. So well, that's good. That's good. That's been my watching this week. Yeah. I started watching a show on HBO called animals oh really i have not heard of this it's an animated show it's very it's well i'd say it's more pg-13 than adult oriented but it's on hbo this pup can watch it then that you could watch it yes yes okay good every episode is a little bit different it deals with different animals they're all tied together being in new york city the latest one was a goose that tried to pawn himself off as being a swan oh scandalous kept saying he was a black swan so <laughs> that's there's so much scandal. Well, it's New York, so I mean that makes right, sense. Right. I might yeah. have to check that out. So is it a new series? No, it's been on for a number of years. Oh really? But it's on HBO. You can dig through and find it. Yeah. A- animals. Yeah. Okay. Animals. Yeah, that yeah. sounds exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, I mean now that I finished um My Little Pony and, and everything, like I don't have I need other things to watch during lunch now. So uh there you I'll go. Have to check that out. Yeah. Uh one of the things I wanted to start bringing into our pod if we can get enough is furries in the news yes this this sounds like good i like this idea yeah so furries in the news cue the news music why 
don't know if you've heard about this, Tabin. It's called this fursona does not exist.com. This that's a that's a big name. This fursona does not exist.com. I actually have not heard of this. So tell me all about it. <laughs> it's actually pretty cool. This this guy named uh Arfa, Arfa. who's Arfa, A-R-F-A. He's in Seattle, and he programmed an AI to look at hundreds of thousands of pictures of furries and then create original personas, portraits of furries based on all of those things. And so... So it looks at... uh... Like images of fursuiters and other fursonas and things on the internet, and it bases it off that? I believe so, yeah. Okay, um, that's pretty cool. And each one of the fursonas that it generates, it generates a a constant, what would you call it, a grid on (laughs) the... Uh, if you call it up, you'll see this grid moving across your screen oh. slowly, Ooh. all the different fursonas there. And you can click on one. It'll bring up a big picture of it in the center. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're free to use if you want to use it in pictures or okay. anything like that. Everything, it's all free. Okay. That's so, so if you if if some fur needed um, like inspiration in uh, creating or adding to their fursona or something, this sounds like a great resource. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Uh, there, there are no scalies. And there are no ponies, which is sad, but uh, mostly foxes and wolves. And there's, I found one bear. Okay. But, <laughs> are, yeah, are there, are there pups? Are there doggos? There are lots and lots and lots okay. and lots of doggos and pups. That's yeah. the main thing, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, some of them are actually pretty, I think I sent you a couple of pictures. Uh, some ah, are yes. pretty, some are, the, the one picture is really, really good. That's all generated by a computer. No person that's generated amazing. those pictures. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's really good. Yeah. There's some really good. And you said, um, it's free, so it's, um, non-copyright and everything. So you can just use it if you, if you need. Yep. Yep. And he puts that okay. right out there. It says it's non-copyright. Go ahead and use whatever you want. That's really so. cool. That see, it's things like this that just add to the fandom, and it's like we were talking with Gabriel about in in that interview that the fandoms is so great and like supportive and like they're helping each other out. And this is just one of those many good examples of that. It's like I don't need money for this. I want to help people out. I want to just be supportive of the the fandom and the furries out there. I've checked out his Twitter, and he's got a lot oh. of fur stuff on his Twitter as well. Cool. And it's Arfa at Arfa. Twitter. Is at, at Twitter. Okay. Twitter. There you go. Cool. I'll, I'll have to go check that out. That now brings us to our this or that. And this is the one part of our pod that Tabin does not get any advanced knowledge of. I have no idea what's <laughs> going on right now. So He gets no advanced knowledge as to what I'm going to ask him. So a trip to the ocean or a trip to the mountains? Are the mount? Well, so this is a tough one. Because this pup is extremely scared of heights. So if the trip to the mountain can include like enclosed, like if I'm going to go on a hike, it's got to be an enclosed kind of foresty thing and there's no cliffs. (laughs) So you don't like cliffs. I don't like cliffs. I don't like high places. I do like the forest. I like rivers and oceans and things like that. Pretty and run around squirrels and stuff. So I'd have to go with mountains. But with a caveat, if it's going to be one with scaries, it's going to be the ocean. And anybody that listened to us who's named Cliff, he wasn't talking about you. No, I, I'm sorry if I just offended any any Cliff that came by. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Kung Fu or Karate. I have to go karate because I've been known to do a little bit of practice fluff in the way of a type of karate called Shotokan. It's an ancient Japanese art of karate. So are you a fluff belt? 
I am definitely a fluff belt. That fluff is very white, but I am a fluff belt. <laughs> nice, nice. Corn or green beans? You're asking tough ones because, you know, this pup loves them both. Kind of depends on the mood. Have you had the white corn barely? Yes, I have. Yeah, the white corn is actually really good. I, I'm liking it. So if I had to choose between white corn and green beans, probably white corn. But again, it depends on what I'm having with it and the day. You know, it's really, the mm. fresh green beans are really good, too. So I, yeah, you're really, wow, this is tough. <laughs> well, you got to pick one. Oh, I do. I haven't picked one you yet. Gotta, you um, have to pick one. Pick one. I'm going to go with corn. There you have it, folk. Corn. Folk. Just because it's folk. the one listener. It's the only so one listener. This is the folk, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. And our final if or, or if oh that, my. or then, whatever, sausage or bacon. I could go either way, but I'm going to have to go bacon. You heard That's it here, work. folks. That was a lot of work. You had to make decisions. I did. That was tough. And they were tough decisions. Tough yeah. decisions. Well, I want to thank our listener for uh, listening once again. Tabin, it's always a joy to uh, have a podcast with you. Well, thank you. It's always a joy to have a podcast with you. And barely can I ask you, last week you mentioned something about websites and everything. I just thought I'd touch base and uh, see how that's going. Well, we do have barelyfurcasting.com up and running. It okay, only, good, good. It, it only just points to our podcast right now. It's a start. We do have our uh, barely forecasting at Gmail. If anyone would like, to, if our listener would like to send us an email, they can do so there. If we have a Facebook, barely forecasting at Facebook. And then if you go there and you want to help support Tabin and I to make this podcast, you can use the buy us a coffee link. And for a mere $5 donation, one time, you can help support the help podcast. This, help support. And uh, we should probably make a Twitter or something, too. We should probably make a Twitter. Well, Tabin, this is so much fun all the time to do with you. And I'm looking forward to next week as well. We've got another guest. Who is our next guest next week, Barely? Well, our next guest for next week is Cassidy Civet. He'll be joining us next week. So tune in for hearing us ramble with the things we ramble on and uh, hearing uh, Cassidy Civet. And hearing us sane for for once, I guess. I don't know. I know. Gabriel's pretty sane, but. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye. Yes. Thank you. Bye bye. Barely Forecasting is an Injured Nerves studio production. All opinions expressed here are those of Tabin and Barely, and neither received any commercial compensation for their opinions. The Furcast is recorded and edited by me, Barely Normal, a.k.a. Mike Began. Opening interstitial and closing music by Shane Ivers through SilvermanSound.com. Tabin can be reached on social media at TabinPup on YouTube and Twitter. Twitter.